0: Well how is everyone doing? Welcome to another episode of Strum and Drum with me Dave Donahue and
1: me Avin Craddock. Today is episode 4. What is the ideal structure and timing of lessons? Thoughts and opinions. Usually we're working off half hour lessons we're gonna discuss if that is too little or too much time we're gonna talk about how much teaching you should do versus playing within a lesson and then we're gonna talk about is once a week the ideal seems to be the kind of done thing is it ideal or is it not depending on the child depending on the adult depending on the teacher so that's what we're gonna be uh, digging into today Dave you are the kind of man who might know how much playing versus teaching time in a half hour lesson.
0: Right, so this can vary. Um I definitely do more teaching versus playing in a lesson. So, um yeah, so I'd put it this way. Uh, basically, that if there's something needs to be corrected with the student's technique, like if you just go playing, 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 playing without the adjustments being made, it'll just more or less get them better at playing it that other way and what i do is i first of all might give them an analogy i teach using like loads of analogies um for example if it's a soccer player i'll use soccer stories or soccer examples because once i begin speaking their language they're they're instantly in a level of understanding that me just saying listen don't do this try this fair enough they might follow but if you embellish it in soccer terminology or whatever i've used rugby horse riding any sort of thing and um just because of that they remember it better it might even conjure up some images that they have or bring them back to a time where that did happen so because of that it allows them to remember it better and what i do then is we go playing and i check and then after that bit of teaching into the playing usually said to like one um one loop and the thing about that is, if they do it once, I'm like, brilliant. But then I'll say, let's do it four times in a row. And I keep watching to see, do they revert back to old habits? Or do they tend to do it once and go, legend, I've got this. And they stop watching. Um, And the example I use for that is, you know, just because, like, even players, like, I'd say, like, Messi. I need to learn some new modern names. But anyways, I was told lately that Messi isn't the best guy in the world anymore. Who
1: said? There. I
0: know, I know. Um but yeah, but do you ever notice like everybody's favourite player is the one on their own team? Yeah. So. <laughs> um but basically yeah, with Messi, um I, I said, you know, even top level players get fatigued after a while and it's in the fatigue that they might forget or lose focus and little errors might slip into their game. Now a ninety minute soccer game versus four um four repetitions of a piece of guitar music, a uh, big difference in time, but the same principle applies so uh definitely teaching versus playing I would do a lot more implementation and I'd check like test test do they have it they'd operate it then I'd check if they don't I'll go at it from a different angle and I'll keep gauging on how well they're getting it and my main aim is that they leave they leave the room at the end of the lesson and now they remember it rather than it being a Dave reminds you sort of thing so yeah that'd be one thing I'd do anyway so out of many things how about yourself
1: yeah, same, a lot of the same ideas, just to clarify there, when you say you put it in a loop, that's just like, whatever they're working on.
0: Oh yeah, a riff or um, a chord or whatever it happens to be. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah, because it's, it's very similar in drums, so I do a lot of that too. Uh, I'm a bit of a sports nut anyway myself, so um, the only problem I have which is using that technique can get rather tangential at times, very much so where we'll end up talking about sport for the entire lesson, <laughs> and then the half hour is up, it's like shoot. Um, but yeah, I would do the same thing. It, totally depending on on where the 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 child is at. It's that whole principle again of of meeting where they're at and into their world, and then from there to bring it into what you're doing. Um, <clears throat> the, I suppose with the drums, you get a player like. Keith Moon for example and then you get a player like Dave Weckel. so Dave Weckl would be the quintessential classic technique for playing the drums the most optimum uh, ergonomic way of playing so he's got all his molar technique down the sticks are hopping and everything is perfectly balanced and s- some guys will come to you and that's what they'll want to learn and they'll expect you to teach them in that way and that is the invert you know close brackets proper way to learn but I find with the drums like there's no other Keith Moon there's no other John Bonham there's no other Dave Grohl you you can inhibit the child's natural talent sometimes by going trying to get them to play in a certain way so it's I think it's trickier on the drums just because there's so many varying styles on the drums and a rock drummer will sound completely different to a jazz drummer I'm sure it's the same on the guitar mm. So what I, w- I will gauge that myself Some kids want to just come in and play and like thrash around, literally thrash around and those guys will end up being the Matt Sorums or the Dave Grohls of this world and you can tell they just have the sticks in their hand and they're just buzzing I find cutting across those lads a bit too much in the lesson drives them cracked they don't, they don't fancy it so much whereas another child then will will be a YouTubeaholic they'll come in and they'll say what's that thing on the left hand we need to get that right and I will say are you ready for two months <laughs> of this solid exercise right left left right left left right left left right left more 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 more, more. Keep, going, keep going keep going keep going keep going keep going the whole way through da 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 never stop and then I'll add in the foot right left left foot right left left foot right left left foot anyway left hand exercises whatever it is you often it's the left hand you're working on leading off rolls with the left hand and like really honing in on how they're holding the stick stopping them nearly every time you could do this better you could do that better watch your hand position slipping in from the left to right which is one of the most commons where they they slip from what's called a german grip to a french grip Probably means absolutely nothing to the majority of the listeners, <laughs> but anyway, just to go through it, I find it depends on the child an awful lot. And with drums, I wouldn't really have a focus on teaching proper technique unless I know that it's the child is enthusiastic about. It. Usually, I will get them to learn their favorite songs, watch their favorite drummers, and become the kind of drummer that they see themselves in their mind's eye. Become the the drummer that they want to be going back to last week again talking about the long term goals it's better if they can figure out quicker if they want to be the big muscly tattooed sweaty thrashy guy with his top off or if they want to be the guy with a suit and tie on playing I don't know wagon wheel <laughs> wagon wheel yeah <laughs> they want to be yeah it's it all varies it all varies I mean the, for example there was one guy he uh, who I used to teach and he used to wear like rock co- rock band t-shirts in all the time now it must have been his dad who was into the rock bands or his mom but because he came in to me with a video and he was obsessed with this video of like an army corps drummer who was class in fairness it's on YouTube anyway he's just playing he does a solo with the brass band but this kid was obsessed with it but I mean your man is so opposite to rock like it's he's in a uniform he looks all pristine and he's got the brass buttons all shiny and the whole lot like in his technique you can see he's an obsessive drummer like his technique is really strict and 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 focused so yeah depends depends what the what the child is doing totally depends i i wouldn't have a set rule myself
0: yeah i change it as well like at times um like with it i find that it can depend, like you were saying, some players come in and they just want to go like plain, plain, plain. Now the the thing about that then for me is if they come in and if their technique if the if the technique is holding them back from progressing with the piece, now they're in this sort of weird loop that they're not getting better with it, not fully getting it, and they've a preference for just plain Plain, plain Which like I was saying It leads it back into the thing Certain types of music Um, I was shown the kids lately The Libertines Who yes. I absolutely I loved the two albums They'd out Years ago And it was a real lesson I was teaching the kids About how The technique Absolutely Out the window Like I love the songs And everything But like there'd be Buzzing going on With the guitars notes not being fully hit extra strings being hit uh, rhythms loads of things but the cool thing about it is i was teaching the kids that you have to learn how to be get that sort of chaos going on with your playing and when you do it means that as well as being able to play it that way it gives you more control over your playing so now you have extra tools in your sort of playing toolkit if it ever comes to that you do have to play it in a looser more chaotic style, kind of borderline punk, I suppose. So yeah, so like it's better to have both parts of things going on with your playing. Um, yeah, so a bit of both, but definitely there comes a stage then where a student has to decide. Like I've taught students in the past who won't won't work on the technique. Then they just want to play, play, play uh, so much. So depending on how they track, like if a student uses just their ear and they're playing something like let's say power chords or bar chords. And they use their ear to trace going up the frets as opposed to knowing, well, this dot here means I'm on the seventh fret and now I'm on the third. So I'm going to aim for that dot. Like so much using their ear that they won't even go for that option Mm. that they'll overshoot it. But then once they have it logged, they'll go, oh, that's how it sounds. And they might get it the second time, but the first time every time they might miss it. Mm. Um, That's definitely happened in the past. And that's where you kind of have to just let a student off to do their own thing if they're full on point blank not going for the other approach to getting it mm. so yeah so that's where I'd be on teaching versus playing anyways anything yeah. else? Um,
1: yeah it just yeah it's it's I suppose it's for the teacher to gauge like what kind of what kind of pu- student they have and it's that whole thing of if you can catch them while they're a bit younger trying to say well if you want to go fast in the future developing that technique in your left hand is actually counterproductive you know it depends on the age too it's very it's it's a lot easier to say that to a 13 year old or 12 or 13 year old than it is to say it to a 7 or 8 year old and um, I think just to, to finish up on it the overall point I would make is is that going back to one of the earlier podcasts we did talking about enthusiasm is to try and keep them on the wave of enthusiasm for some reason with drummers anyway I think it's just the personality type in general to make a broad sweeping statement because people <laughs> love talking about love generalizations, the drummer archetype <laughs> and oh drummers are unhinged and drummers are mental and all that kind of stuff you'd hear that a lot but uh, in, in general um, drummers do do a lot of drummers do play for the love of playing and I would say you'd be likely to meet less drummers who are into the finer points like you'll meet maybe two in ten or one in five sorry uh drummers who like into the jazz and need to understand the technique whereas a lot of guys once they have the rock beat down they'll be on the phone to their mates going lads i have it let's <laughs> go here goes the band or whatever um so i find a lot of the time it takes a lot of patience as, as a drum teacher anyway because you can see them starting to develop weird stuff going on with the hands and even like even stuff in terms of their stool close and far away from the kit loads of of young drummers will pull their stool too close to the kit instinctively i don't know what that's about i don't remember ever having that problem but that's what they want. They want to be in on top of the drums, flaking them, literally pulling the stool in. And you kind of have to they have to back out. And that will frustrate them. So it's just about managing that frustration and, and making sure that they're enthusiastic. That's all I would say about that.
0: Okay, cool. So what is the next question?
1: The next part of the podcast.
0: Oh, and before I forget, that whole... Dramatic type thing. I'd say Animal from the Muppets didn't do that any (laughs) favours Yeah, yeah.
1: Exactly. All drummers don't talk like that, by the (laughs) way.
0: Or wear chains around their necks. Not all (laughs) of
1: them. What is the optimum length of a lesson? I'm going to go with the my usual statement. It all varies. I think
0: I use that for him. That's my answer for everything. <laughs> it's a nice uh, nice vague answer. <laughs> um, it does all vary though, I agree. Oh, yeah. um, like optimal length, it, again, yeah, as you said, varies. It depends on the student. Um, depends on what's being covered. Depends on what else is going on that week. Depends on time of day. Um, somebody coming for a lesson at eight at night, if they're in a specific year in school, that's a very different environment to an eight-year-old coming just after school or maybe after a bottle of luke um that's a fact but um yeah it depends it all depends um for me it's how the lesson is done like if somebody said to me like the time the guitar thung, there were hour-long lessons and i do 30-minute lessons so instantly you could pace out stuff or even at the camp we did it was great having those hours in the day to tease out things and just plant little seeds of going well this technique here we'll cover later and instantly everybody's a bit more curious about what's going to happen later which makes for better learning in between um but in the 30 minute lesson it's like right we're doing it now that that's what i find yeah
1: absolutely um i'd be the same i'd have the same, have had i'd have had the same experiences down through the years with like the time to- the time of the day it makes a huge difference but it's very hard to have any kind of routine going if the length of every lesson is different Mm -hmm. so let's just like scratch that off you can't do that that's Mm -hmm. impossible so you have to try and go with a certain length of time and i suppose a lot of teachers go with the half hour probably because trying and trying to get anything over half an hour with any child up to 10 is tricky going I mean it's very hard for a child to have an attention span of more than a half an hour mm. and still you'd be breaking that lesson up into like three or four different sections anyway just to try and keep them on point or maybe even more depending on the child and then it seems to be enough then for the teenagers or the adults as well to cover in a half an hour uh, I suppose but some teachers I know do go with 45 minutes Um, they feel like the half an hour is not enough to expand on 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 the material i i think a half an hour is perfect generally speaking i go with with three sections 10 10 10 you know where you'll do recap and consolidation then you'll do introduction of the of the new technique or new pattern or new song or wherever you're going for that week uh i would also try and have a termly plan if you could so the half hours are mapped that i find that gives the students good motivation um themselves so they're not just like it's not just like 30 minutes with Avine, it's like a term we're going to have this achieved by the end again going that's going back to goal setting and how important it is and um, the last 10 minutes then I usually would tend to try and just work on my rapport with the student so that can be anything I find that's important for any teacher-student relationship is that you are shown an interest in what they like about music rather than saying oh you should do this and you should do this now and you probably shouldn't hold the sticks that way and you should just like let all that stuff go even though you can see it happening so for the last 10 minutes I'd usually be like what are you listening to what's going on see any cool YouTube videos lately even if it's not music you can probably like you're saying even if it's a soccer video intertwine it oh yeah I in some way like yeah. just just to find out what they're into mm and they could be into the wildest stuff like some of the stuff I've had down to <laughs> the years there was one was it show jumping or something I ended up watching like you were know, horses is show jumping and I was just like this is random but anyway again we, we ended up talking about the rhythm of the horse coming up to the oh, fence cool. yeah. yeah and we ended up using it as an analogy for fences and I oh, it was horse racing over fences that's what it was and I ended up using that analogy I still use it today in my lessons where the the doo doot do do doot do do doo doo is the horse running up the fence and then he goes do is where he jumps over the fence. And that tends to uh to work for kids with like flat racing and then the jumps the jumps to the fills. Anyway, that's just a wacky example.
0: Think of that uh that big red wall in the Kerrygold Horse show or whatever it is. That's when you'd have a fill. Um Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I'm the same with the report, like my lessons When they come in the door uh, We'll just check Is the guitar in tune And a quick little How's your week going Um, And you know It's just Instantly if a song Gets brought up I'll make a little note of it And we might talk about it At the end And also again It leads into the analogies And leads into the whole What are they into Mm. Like You could imagine What it'd be like Talking To We'd say somebody Who isn't into sport at all About soccer analogies Like It's like speaking A different language Yeah so um yeah that's what I do as well. So 30 minutes I think like if you had if somebody turned around to you and said listen you've 10 minutes to make this happen the best you can with this student yeah fair enough you'd pull all your resources and suddenly cut out some stuff that you do but I think it, every teacher's lesson length makes it what it is for the student. Yeah. And I I find 30 minutes is good. Yeah. Um definitely 100% over like I can completely see with younger students, like bang on, sixteen minutes, thirty seconds, the attention span it's like the face changes, yeah. and uh, that that was a great lesson years ago, um, so with younger students, it' be shorter lessons at times, so
1: yeah, uh, I'd be the same some with some students as well, yeah, I would break it up from the three ten minutes down sometimes right down to ten three minutes mm. literally going back and forth to like watching something looking at a book back to the kid for three minutes then maybe talk about something so tr- just trying to keep the lesson varied because you might have uh, children with um, special needs and as well or lower mm-hmm. attention spans which is another great avenue of of teaching and, and trying to work with um with, with people of all varying abilities like it's one of the wonderful things about teaching it keeps the job interesting yeah. <clears throat> so yeah it can go right down and I suppose the other thing then is um, the structure of a half hour it just works well like it's very hard to have a 36 minute lesson to try and structure <laughs> your day
0: in 36 minute chunks or 31 minute chunks <laughs> and you'd be wired as well like to keep an eye on time that it's yeah. like it's on the half hour if usually like apart from yeah 36 would be a bit yeah. tricky
1: Down on just to a very practical level there as yeah. well there's all kinds of reasons for it but yeah the timing then of weekly monthly or just random Uh, what would you call them booster lessons every so often I often get asked about that <coughs> so is once a week enough or is it too much for regular lessons what do you reckon
0: Good question Avian I reckon it varies from <laughs> student to student. <laughs> um because it does. Uh yeah, no it it does vary. Um joking aside. Uh yeah, it all it's down to the student. Like I I teach some students now like one to one, I'd see them every second week and I know they're going to practice in between the lessons. And um I with parents, I say to parents, look, if if you've any questions because there is a 14-day window between us seeing each other again. So if the parents want to give me a call or a WhatsApp or an email about um, any questions or anything like that, they can. So that point of contact is still there, which that can be a issue, of concern for parents going, God, there's only half the amount of lessons now. Mm. But when it's done properly, it works. And practice, like I teach other students perhaps then who would come every week. But if they're not practicing, it doesn't matter. <laughs> they come every day. like <laughs> mm. And um, like it's down to practice, 100%. Uh, and then those booster lessons yeah adults for sure I'd have adults who'd call to me once in a blue moon who might say oh man there's something going on here with my plane I don't know what it is can I call for a lesson or if they're sitting in a grade I've taught adults who would cover a load of the grade material themselves then come and just have a look see what's going on and that'll be it you know
1: Yeah, same as that usually the, the most common phrase I hear from adults or fellow professional players is oh man I'm stuck in a rut mm-hmm. stuck in a rut like where they I suppose it happens a lot with drummers where the fills tend to be the same a lot of the time and you do go for your favourites so I'd have a good a good few lessons where people um, just trying to uh, tr- just trying to discover a new avenue something mm-hmm. new something fresh or to try and go over um, what a, what another what the likes of a Vinnie Cayuta or Dave Weckel is doing in a video maybe you can break it down for them but Remarkably enough since the HD YouTube videos come out I hardly get any more of those <laughs> Requests Isn't it amazing Like so that whole Part of my teaching has nearly vanished Like Whoa. Yeah it's just got Like the internet is making profound changes On the landscape of education Every day And the landscape of everything Like it's unreal um, Then With um, With younger kids like The once a week I find Now as a parent I can see myself if I was dropping my own kids off for lessons there's just a great rhythm to once a week I think Um, it's just enough for the kids to stay involved and after they come out of their lesson you know you might have two day cool down period where you're like practice now practice now practice now until you can start talking about oh the next week's coming around have you practiced you know and it's good motivation for the kids but like as you're saying if you have a different point of contact where you can make contact with you or whatever Mm -hmm within the time that would make perfect sense as well just to not leave the kids swimming if they're in doubt about anything mm. because that can be frustrating for them too Um, then going I suppose uh, for the grades I'd often teach monthly for the grades mm. but I would expect you see the lovely thing about the grades is it's like shut up and put up for want of a better expression it's just like get it done this is what you have to do take the videos of me playing it take it with you come back in a month and I'll review it just to make sure there's no mistakes and I might have like four or five lessons before a grade I find myself the grades can be tedious for me anyway going weekly through the same stuff again and again and again same patterns why didn't you practice oh I didn't have time you know in the evenings Okay. You're gonna fail your grade. <laughs> End of story. Let this be a life lesson for you. Uh so I will um I'd often space out the lessons more for grades. I, I, the weekly grade thing doesn't doesn't do it for me. I just find it there's no there's no scope for development really. It's just like let's learn these pieces. Let's get the piece of paper on the wall. End story.
0: Yeah, yeah. I find out what the grades too. Oh by by the end of the season and that's why this year the grades are happening in spring instead of winter because every year it was like back in September this small window time and by the end of it it's a great progress burst but it's at the cost of just kind of going oh man just this scale here again and this piece um and with the on guitar anyways with I would see students more regularly than we'd say a month at a time unless they're an adult um because like I was saying earlier If there's something in the technique Going a bit funny Now if they've spent a month playing it And let's say they get it right Because you can get things fully working Without the let's say Quote unquote um, proper technique mm. And now there's that Cost where a student Especially younger ones will go I can play this anyways And if Dave closes his eyes It sounds like the notes are there mm. But like the thing then is to Try and get them around to the idea of going listen you're going to have to like forget you can play it up to speed doing it your way mm. so that's why I'd see them more regularly Um, but yeah definitely about the grades the structure of them and keeping them so that yeah keeping it so that it's still interesting um, yeah. and relevant which in another podcast I think we're talking about taking songs and using elements from the grades with the songs mm. so that and that comes into goal setting as well so it's all tied in
1: yeah yeah I mean Yeah I suppose I didn't mean To bash the grades completely Like the grades are Unbelievable But I, I usually use them As a tool for discipline mm. So
0: And they're a goal too
1: Absolutely yeah mm. They're a very clear goal Which is great But usually I'd say Let's set ourselves a challenge Let's achieve this Rather than like uh, Where's our plan going It's like Do you want to do a grade Okay Six weeks Here we go Bang We're going to have three lessons uh, Once every two weeks I'll see you, take the videos of me playing it, copy exactly what I do. And nine times out of ten, the actually nearly don't think I've ever had a fail. Don't think I have. Ten times out of ten. There we go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's official. That's that movie ten times out of ten. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, and the the, the cat the grades do catch out on excuses, like because if it's a case that it has to be covered, um my favourite excuse ever I got from a student, a young student, was yeah um, I couldn't practice this week I had a party and <laughs> I was like we had a festival yeah. party, <laughs> yeah. it was like for a whole week and well I had homework too and you know but it's and that's where the grades really afford the um the opportunity for students to look at their week and kind of go well I had five or ten minutes here and that mm. that's how it works because that compounded thing like you talked about before so yeah that's what I think about it anyways
1: same as that. Is that a wrap? I think so. Have we done? It's hard to know. Is there anybody out there? Anybody got any questions? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. If you do have any questions, uh, feedback's great. I've been getting a good bit of feedback actually, um, off uh, off pals and and fellow teachers. Um, so keep that coming. That's been great, and it's informed the way I've done this uh, this one. So hopefully, you can see a slight improvement. Been taking notes
0: good man <laughs> every the student yeah so if you have any questions for me either or comments or otherwise uh, you can get me on Facebook uh, just enter the guitar coach and you get Avina at uh, drumador
1: on Facebook is the easiest way or you can check out my personal Facebook account so.
0: cool we'll wrap it there so thanks for listening catch you soon catch you laters drum drum drum
1: drum 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 Stompin' drum, 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 drums, drums,